Hey, my friends, you are listening to the Just Shoot Me podcast featuring Jason and Tanya, where we talk about all things video and content creation. With selected guests in the industry, we hope to educate, entertain, and inspire everyone to help you be a better version of yourself. So without further ado, let's get it. Uh, Welcome back, listeners, for the Just Shoot Me podcast. My name is Jason and... My name is Tanya. And we have Luke today from Umbrella Creative. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So uh, we're going to grill you because it looks like an interview situation right now. Well, I'm pretty sure there's two Canon users here, so you're the one that's in trouble. Majority rules. (laughs) I'm I'm cornered. Damn it. Uh, But today we're going to be talking about you and how you got into the industry, what your childhood was like, just everything about you. We want everyone to be We want the goss. Yeah. Like, how did you... Like, lower your standards to get to Canon. Like, this guy, honestly. I thought you were wow. a Nikon user. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was one time. <laughs> Judging by Instagram. Let's just go back I'm, to the episode I'm where Jason was it. talking about his first camera as a Nikon. Uh, Nikon, Nikon. No. Yeah. Yeah. Can, we just, can we just reverse back onto that and tap into <laughs> yeah. that one, please? Uh, next question. <laughs> uh, yeah, so far away. Tell us about your childhood. How did you grow up? Well, yeah. Jeez, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot to that. Um Grew up on the Gold Coast, was born in Victoria. My dad was uh, in the army. Um, he was a Vietnam vet and a medic. So we kind of moved around a little bit, but I was too young to know about that. But when we went uh, and sort of settled ourselves, I guess, in um, in the Gold Coast area, uh, dad was in the ambulance at that stage. So we didn't really move around a lot. There wasn't a lot of army housing at that particular time, but my brothers and sister, I guess, endured that. Um, and then from there... Um, yeah, like went to a Gold Coast school, went to Emmanuel College on the Gold Coast, um, from like seven till high school, but I dropped out in year 10. I'm the official dropout. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Damn. I T- dropped out too. Typical creative wow. response, I think. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This isn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. You I guys- did go back though. So. Did you? Yeah. I just didn't want to get a job. Yeah. So I just went back. Wait, yeah. so, so you got brothers and sisters or? Yeah. So I got two brothers and a sister. And they dropped out as well or no? Um. Let me think about that. No, they didn't. My sister got glandular fever pretty bad in like year 12, I think. Yeah. So she ended up repeating year, year 12 uh, on her own choice. Um, my other brother, Murray, he went – he's the one up from me, five years older than me. He went um, on to year 12 and um, was in the army. So he, he went through that, uh, spent nine years in the army. And then my other brother, Cameron, I think he actually did years in um, – yeah, he left in year 12. Right. So, so you're the middle? Yeah, and I'm the youngest. You're the youngest? Yeah, yeah. So it goes myself, Murray's five years older than me, Cameras. Oh, the baby. Seven, yeah, yeah. And I'm the baby. She's the rat head middle, middle child. child. Middle yeah. child. Yeah. yeah. I hear that's a problem. Yeah. yeah. She is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> problem child. Has it. Yeah, okay. But yeah, look, um, year 10 dropped out. I And it was only because I just didn't want, I don't know, it wasn't that I didn't want to do school. Like I enjoyed like 50% of my subjects, and most of them, though, were all creative. So yeah. art, um, and in terms of science, it was like science and technology where we actually had hands-on building things, um, like rockets, which was awesome. Um, Shit. What school did you go to? Emmanuel College. It was awesome. We oh, had right. these these rockets. On the Gold Coast? Yeah, yeah. yeah right. In Carrara. Building rockets. It was cool. Run yeah. by Elon Musk or something. Pretty, 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 <laughs> the, the teacher was pretty wild. Full on. Yeah, and it was great. Like any hands-on stuff, I was just totally down for and loved it. But when it came to other things, like... English, English, mathematics. Well, I did, I did okay. I speak the good English, <laughs> but I just didn't enjoy it. It's like, yeah, yeah I can do it. It's, I've got enough of what I need. It was that type of thing. But then later on, fast forward, I found out that I have ADHD. So that all makes sense yeah. now. <laughs> so I was like, this is why. It all unfolded. Yeah. But it was, I was only interested in things that I was super focused on. Yeah. Or I was only focused on things I was interested in. So, um, but yeah, I look, I thoroughly enjoyed anything hands-on. So art was great. Everything like that. Sport was awesome. Love sport. Um, what sport? I was cross country. I was just long distance. Oh, runner. okay. And then yeah. I did. Um, I raced mountain bikes for a while as well. So you're just skinny as you grow up, sort of thing. Did I what? Were you skinny, sort of athletic <laughs> um, build? Yeah, I had bruised knees and skinny man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was always like <laughs> full sand all the time. Yeah. I look at all the Christmas photos, and my knees yeah. were just messed up. <sighs> yeah, always bruised. Damn. Yeah, and then I played roller hockey for, like, a long time. I'd love that. So any fast-paced sports that's, yeah, like, right. pretty aggressive was, like, big I, d- I didn't know that was a thing, at. roller hockey. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's also, it's like ice skating, but 
Yeah, it's still a thing. Yeah, wow. Fast oh, forward, okay. I did. I play ice hockey as well, but I haven't for ages. Wait, and you got a one wheel and you get rollerblades? Yeah, man. Wow. <laughs> I've got the rollerblades. You've got the one wheel. I did the rollerblade <laughs> thing for a shoot, and it's the worst decision. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> it, it's like, okay, let's do another take. I'm like, no, I'm fucked. I've got, I've got nothing left in the take. Yeah. So one wheel is just the best alternative, yeah. to be honest. Straight up, straight up. Have you been on a one wheel? No. Yeah, neither. It's oh, the best filming is, device. Is it? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And I full no. rig up with an easy rig and my, my gimbal, everything, and, you know, my $26,000 camera just hanging on it. So <laughs> Jesus. It's, I think I went on an electric skateboard once and I was shitting myself. <laughs> I thought I was going to drop my stuff. Like trying to control the thing and then like uh, film as well. I was like, oh, because yours is balance, it's a right? Disaster. Right, balance, and that's yeah. what that's what steered me away from a skateboard. One because you can't pivot and turn it on a really sharp yeah. angle, um, but the handheld, you, you can't hold. Oh, so you yeah. can have two hands on a gimbal yeah. and stuff. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent all the time. Yeah, yeah. Whereas so, with the electric skateboard, you've got the controller, so yeah. you're like trying to pace your yeah. speed, and then if you go a little bit too fast, but yeah. rollerblades, you've got two hands and you sweat. This is, this yeah. is true. <laughs> But you got that pump going on the yeah. <laughs> kind of He wants that motion blur. It's the cardio, yeah, baby, cardio. <laughs> it's a struggle, and yeah, I did. I tried it, but no. Um, I mean, the shots were great. I guess on a rollerblade is good because you can go backwards. You feel a little bit more comfortable if you can skate that well. Backwards? Oh, yeah, you don't do man. backwards? Yeah. Come on, dude, we're gonna go for a skate. <laughs> Shit, I've been on it like once. Do you know there's a skating it's... rink like five minutes up the road from you? Yeah, whereabouts? I don't know. At Browns Plains. Oh, yeah, wow. there is actually. Yeah. It's quite old. Is it drive-bys there? Browns Plains? No, it's, it's, it's slightly okay. Yeah, it's like nestled away that it's away from the, the right. dangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All righty. It's pretty good. <laughs> That's probably longer than five. It's probably about 10 minutes. Um, but anyway, you're safe here where you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then where do, where do we go from there? Um, we'd like wait. We just fast forward like 10 years then. Yeah. <laughs> we do that a lot. Sidetracked. Yeah. Yeah. Just go back. That's just like my episode. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. <laughs> Trying to think, where were we up to? Um, um, so your brother, we're talking about your brother and your uh, sister going to school. And oh yeah, so they, they, you know, they did their thing, yeah. and then I, I dropped out in Utam, and but I didn't just drop out. Mum and Dad said if you get an apprenticeship, you can leave school. That was the rule, so I couldn't just stay home and work at Macca's. It was you have to get a job. Um, so I was an auto electrician. Oh, which was right. I just took anything. Yeah, okay. I just want to get out of here. So yeah, I'll take that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. But I did. I, I really loved electronics, like growing up as well. So you would have been wiring up those uh, old school stereo systems and stuff. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. The and days. We'll get onto that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've done a lot of jobs, man. It's ridiculous. And that this is, I guess, this is part now when I look back at that whole ADHD thing. It was finding things that I'm enjoyed. Like, oh, sorry, finding things that I enjoy and then trying to latch onto some part of that that makes me want to stick with it. And that was always a little bit tricky. So auto electrician was great, but they ran out of work, so I stopped and it was kind of crap. And then I started doing uh, a pre-vocational course at TAFE in engineering and electrical and electronics. So that allowed me to be an electrician. Yeah. Um, so I did. I got a little bit of an apprenticeship, started doing that. But then dad got a transfer out west to Roma and I was still living at home then. So I was still, I was under 18. Um so we moved out west to Roma, which is like, I think it's man, like six hours that's, from the Gold that's Coast. That's out there. It's, it's out, it was a shock, man. This is a wow. kid that used yeah. to surf everyone on every weekend and just hang Especially out. Especially on the Gold Coast too. Oh. It's like that lifestyle change. Contrasting. Yeah, full on. That's I, hot. I cried on the way out there. I was like, <laughs> this is messed up. So this is like last year, was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just 18 now. God, I don't feel like I'd cry of happiness to leave the Gold Coast. <laughs> no, I didn't. It wasn't happiness, trust me. It was so sad. But look, in all honesty, that was pretty cool out there. Like once I got used to it and then couldn't get a job as an electrician out there because there's no work, um, well, for the most industry that is, uh, I started doing – I worked at this little Tandy shop. Do you, do you guys remember Tandy? Tandies? Yeah, Tandy. do you remember yeah. Oh, my God, I think I do. Yeah, wow. and it was this uh, just this electronic store, and I'm like, yeah. I'm in heaven. I love this stuff. <laughs> there's toys. There's, like, things to play with all day, and it was wow. great. But the, but the boss was just – he was a dickhead. Was, I just didn't enjoy it at all because he made the experience so bad. Yeah. Um, and then there was a, a – like I always loved motorbikes, grew up riding them. Anything dangerous I guess I was into. Um, but, yeah, there was a, a motorcycle mechanics job going and I'm, as an apprentice. I went, oh, well, it's horrible pay. It was like $180 a week for 40 hours. Oh, wow. I was like, eh, What year was this? Um, like late- Before 2000, so probably like 99. Yeah, that's – not much yeah. money at all. 
No, it was terrible. But wow. I was living at home with mum and dad. You know, I paid board still out of that and still managed to have money and still managed to pay off a road bike. So I, I, like, I don't know how I made that. I feel like you look work. back though, because I look back and I was earning twelve dollars an hour at one of my jobs, and I'm like, how the heck did I afford rent plus a car yeah. plus everything? Yeah, it's like you yeah. you have to live within your means. Yeah, and that's a that's pretty important, and that comes into business as well. Oh, for sure. You know, but when you get to that point, it's like, oh, I want this, I want that, but. If you really drill down, you don't need a lot of it. It's yeah. just because there wasn't a thing as uh, subscriptions. Yeah. Which oh, totally. we're subscribed to everything these yeah. days. You have to go to the DVD shop to watch movies. Ah, oh, Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> video yeah. easy. Video easy. Wow. Wow. Miles Blockbuster was awesome. Yeah. Wow. And they had a video yeah. shop One in Rome. It was so cool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool. Friday, Saturday nights. There yeah, you go. I'm trying to think if we had DVDs then. I don't. I don't know if we did. No, oh, VHS. I it think would it have been. was VHS. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you'd get that real bad one that was just like it's static the whole time. It's like, this and then is- you got to rewind it. Yeah. And then if your siblings didn't rewind it, it was World War Three. <laughs> Yeah. Swear to God. <laughs> yeah, which was actually a good movie called Re- uh, Be Kind, Rewind. Look that up. It's, it's really good. <laughs> Never it's heard of it. It's shop. It's awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like lived out there, was doing this motorcycle mecha- uh, mechanics apprenticeship, and that was great. Like I, I really loved it because I was riding bikes, I was working on bikes. Um, but then I just got sick of town. Like I was coming I was coming up to 18. Oh, no, I turned 18, actually, because I went on a Bit of a, there's like seven pubs in Roma and there's like 6,000 people at that time. Every corner. Yeah. It literally was. So I, I went on this pub crawl with just a couple of mates from work and it was like seven pubs in a night in the small town. It was weird. Um, <laughs> but then I left, got over it, moved back to the Gold Coast. Fast forward, did like quite a few jobs. Um, I worked at Quintrex building boats. Um, I was a concreter and what else? Yeah, wow. So it all, it's pretty much all hands on. Yeah, it was, but then I went back oh, to retail. Retail, gross. Yeah. Oh. What clothes? I did at one point, but I worked at I worked at Crazy Clark's. Do you remember that? Oh, oh my god, yeah. two dollar store. Yeah. <laughs> so I was doing like a management training thing in there. So I got like this, went through all that. But I was like, this is shit. I hate this. Yeah. And because I didn't know what I wanted to do, I was still at that point, like twenties, um, and then met someone and had a child and got married. And that was pretty early. So yeah, I had I, I had my first child, uh, Hamish, when I was twenty one. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. And And working at Crazy Clark's or No, no, I wasn't. <laughs> no, I was a concreter then. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. That's good money though. Yeah. Concreting. <laughs> I was, I was making good money, man. It's good. Um But yeah, fast fast forward on that, like um that sort of broke down. Don't want to go into too much of that. But his mum found greener pastures. And I bought up Hamish on my own, um, full time. Congrats, man! Wow, yeah, it was a, hats off. It was it was full on. Like it was a lot to deal with at twenty. You know, having a child at twenty one, and by twenty three, I was a full time dad on my own. Um, having one now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I'd struggle. Yeah, I'd be well, dead. <laughs> but it was good. Like it was good. It's good. You just have to do what you got to do. You know. Um, but it was it was a good thing, and um. You know, moving forward, I met my now wife when Hamish was four and a half and then we've had kids, fast forward, and, you know, done a few things. But it wasn't until I met Caitlin um, and we kind of, like she was just finishing her graphic design degree at the College of Art and I was kind of still in that point where I was like, I don't really know what I want to do. Yeah. Um, but then it was when I met her and then seeing all the things she does and like talking about it, it's like, I'm totally into this stuff. Like, design is awesome. And I, I have always loved photography and, you know, always shot film. When I was in Roma, that was like my hobby thing on the weekend was to shoot film and then just develop at home. And it was kind of my thing. And I loved it. And I thought, well, photography and design is like pretty common. So yeah. there's something that I can get out of this. Um, so I went on to try and go to uni. And because I didn't finish year 12, I was technically a mature age student, so I had to sit this test and do a few things to, to get through that. But I failed because yeah, it was, right. it was, I failed Sorry. miserably. <laughs> I failed so bad. And I was like, I was, I'm like, oh, Jason's just here laughing. No, 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 it's fair. It, was, it was laughable at that point. It was like, this, yeah. is, this is terrible. Like, I know I can do this shit. So I, I went home um, and my parents, I think, was I with, I think I'd only just, yeah, I'd only just started seeing Caitlin at that point. So, um, and I, I took a loan off my mum and dad to buy a Mac and 
because like they knew that if I was passionate about something, I was going at a hundred miles an hour. So I did, and I started making a website and started piecing together some multimedia work and doing some video editing and you know showing photos and showing design stuff and interactivity, which was macromedia at that stage. Wow! So it wasn't Adobe. Yeah, yeah, um, right. Which was using Dreamweaver and a few others. Um, oh, so, so, so it's like coding and stuff too. It was all coding, yeah. And oh. I was teaching myself this, and I made this microsite. I put it on a CD. And then I went into the uni's uh, head of admissions, the dean of, of multimedia at Griffith, and I um, sat down. I put this on the table and I said, I've tried to get in here. I've got declined because obviously I have, you know, I, I didn't meet the standard of what you required for, for this course, um, but I can do it and I want you to look at this and, and let me know what you think. So he sat back. It's like, hey, we went through all the formalities of, hey, how are you going? He put it in this um, in his computer and loaded up this thing and said, well, this is awesome. Have you have you done anything? I went, no, I have left school in year 10 and I've just taught myself this in the last sort of six months. Wow. Yeah, wow. He's like, done. And I'm like, <sighs> what? So, got in? So I can get in? He goes, yeah, Oh, wow, that's off. so good. <laughs> Shit. Wow. And I was like, well done. Fuck, that, that's awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was my invite. And so- I guess the moral of that is, is like, just don't fucking say no. Like, yeah. don't accept no. If you yeah. want something, you've just got to go at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess so many people kind of get disheartened by that. And they think, oh, my life's so hard. Like, this happened. And I'm like, I just can't get into this. I can't do that. And, you know, I get knocked back. It's like, well, it, depend- it depends on how much you're determined. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, I just agree. fighting for what you want. Full on. What was the, uh, what was the course? Multimedia and web design. Yeah, nice. Wow. It was hard, man. Yeah. Coding was hard. I hated it. Oh, Squarespace now. Yeah, yeah it is. It's re- yeah, you've been replaced. <laughs> Hence why I dropped yeah. web. Coding? What's coding? It's so bad. Drag and drop. Dude, coding is huge. <laughs> I know. It's still a big thing. Um, but we, yeah, I, what did I do from there? I, I was working. Sorry, I went through uni. Um, I think I did two years of my degree and I left because I got to a point where like, I know enough. I need nothing more. Yeah. <laughs> I've got enough. Yeah. This company had a uh, a job on the job board and their, their brand was called, what was it called? Uh, Moody Web Design. And interesting name. But they put me on as what was called a front-end coder. So it was CSS and HTML. So it was doing cascading style sheets, which is what makes the website look good. So it's all front-end development. Um and they taught me everything. Like both Jason and Michael were absolutely awesome. Um, and I still talk to Jason a fair bit these days. Michael, not so much. Um, but yeah, that was like two years in my degree and I started working for these guys. Um, and the whole, whole process of my life from there just basically stemmed and just branched out into where can I go with this? And those guys were like pretty much the essence to me to where I guess to where I am today because if it wasn't for me taking that first leap and going out to them and then them teaching me this and going on to a, another agency and, you know, just keep sort of driving and getting more, getting more money, getting, you know, just building my career and getting to a point, I wouldn't have got to a point where I'm like, you know, this, this is great, but I can do it on my own. Yeah. So kind of like the, the foundations they were. It was. It started yeah. from there. Yeah. Wow. And then I, I had like three other agencies. One was real shonky and they just never paid on time. So I was like, see ya. <laughs> yeah, like bye. It, and then they just shut up shop and disappeared one day. It was real oh, weird. Oh, wow. Yeah, so bad. Sketchy. It was. And the guys just disappeared off the face of the earth now because um, I think he owed a lot of money in taxes and whatever. But um, And then from there I worked for this other really big agency now. They're like, I'm not going to say their name, but they are – Pretty bloody huge in Brisbane. Not a big fan of the way they handle things, but anyway. Because um, <laughs> okay. I've had a few clients come to me that went went from them at that stage. They were with them and then they came to me, um, you know, just to to get some advice on, on their business and what they were offered. And so that was kind of good for me because from that point I was like, well, these guys are a really big agency and Umbrella Creative is still pretty young. Um, but I've got these clients coming from a big agency, I guess, because I had that personable approach yep. and they felt like they could connect and, and talk instead of just being handed off to another account manager. Yeah. I feel like um, it's a massive thing to yeah. have connection with your clients. Mm. And a lot of these big agencies don't have that. Yeah. And I they just see the money and then they do. it's yeah. just tunnel vision money. Yeah. And how are we going to pay rent? Yeah. Because we're in an inner city apartment, sorry, inner city uh, office and we're, you know, we're paying 10K a month or yeah. 20K a month, who knows. Um, and it's all about money. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, wow. And then that was, what do we start? Um, Umbrella, it's 12 years this year. Wow. Yeah. There you go. So 2011? 2010. 2010. End of, 20, end of 2010, yeah. Yeah, just after the global Well, well no, I went to that. So I, this is how I started Umbrella. This is awesome. I love this one. Yeah, <laughs> so, how did you start? Yeah. Um, so I was working for this company, the one that led on to being a big one, and I I was coming into work and there was all these post-it notes all over my computer about motivational little speeches and doing this. And I was like, dude, I'm motivated. Like I'm, I'm the only front-end <laughs> developer here and I'm doing design. Like I'm I'm motivated to be here on like $38,000. This is shit. Like I'm, I'm here, man. And if I'm rocking up to work, I want to be here. So from that point, I, um, I kind of just – it's there's something just flipped in me. I'm like, this is shit. Like I'm being paid terrible money, crazy hours and being drilled every day. And we had just had our baby Liam. Um, and I had two weeks maternity leave because you get that in Australia, you get like two weeks off. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just came home. I said, Kate, I'm not going back. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? We just had a baby. Like, <laughs> Full panic mode. Oh, she flipped out. So yeah, like, mm, I can imagine. Okay, but she she knows what I'm like, and she yeah. knew what I'm like. I was like, well, okay, bit I'm of a loose cannon. And she, <laughs> she, so. she was working a full time job then. Yeah, she was. She was working for this company called Aidenbrook Homes, and she was the head graphic designer for them. Um, so looked after all their marketing material. So you had a steady income as such as a family. Yeah, well, she left. Oh, <laughs> she, she had two. She had two weeks off, but I. Didn't want her to feel like that she had to go back if she didn't want to, you know. Um, and we were not going to survive on one income of $38,000 a year. No. That's impossible. Yeah. We were only renting at that stage. But, you know, we had a car loan um, and another little shitbox car that I used to drive around. Um, the Subi. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't have a Subi. <laughs> it was a Daihatsu charade, dude. Oh, wow. It's and better. It's those upgrade. things are rockets. That's so good. It's probably little, quicker than the Subi. little three-cylinder, I think they are. Aren't they? <laughs> that was four. Oh, okay. that was a four. That was a four-cylinder one. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> it's not quite as good as a Sony, but it was okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, um, I came home and I said to Kate, this – yeah, I, I can't do this anymore. Like, one, I'm so stressed. I'm depressed as hell. I'm being drilled every day. I'm working my ass off. I'm doing, like, probably 50 hours a week of work, um, which is not really that much when you consider business because you put, like, 70 hours. Um, but, you know, I, I can do better and I can make more money doing this on my own. Yeah. Anyway, so I had two weeks to cold call like a mofo, and I did. I just called it every web design agency, every SEO company, and I tried to drum up as much work as I could. And within the two weeks, I got like six months' worth of work in terms oh, wow. of income. Because it was just – it was phone calls back then. No internet really, was it? Oh, what's internet? Man? <laughs> yeah, was websites. Like, wasn't that long ago? Wow. They were like dial-up <laughs> stuff, wasn't it, back then? No, man. I was on ADSL too. Was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking the whole. <laughs> this isn't like 20. This isn't, no, what we, it's not like 1914. <laughs> so we had someone at the back. So I thought you were 17. The power going. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Your life experience? Damn. Yeah, I've got my chops, man. <laughs> so you're just doing like website stuff, no no video work at that time? At that None point. at all. No, because there wasn't. There was no bandwidth online for video. Mm. You know, it's shit internet. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It really. Like, ADSL was great, mm-hmm. but in terms of mobile data, it was only in its infancy. Like, the first iPhone came out in, what, 2009? Yeah, because like, I got it when, um, on the week that Caitlin and I got married, we were up in North Queensland, I bought, yeah, we got both the, what were they called? The iPhone, was it the three? Oh, was it just iPhone? I wasn't that fancy. Three? I know that three was, like, the first one. Mm, la mm. Yeah, I don't know. Was it? Something. Yeah, it must have been, yeah. I remember it, it but, yeah, we, we got those first ones. Um, oh, so, yeah, that thing. The iPhone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason's got yeah, one yeah, up yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the original. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and it was cool, but internet was still really bad. So there was never any calling for video. And if you did video, but I didn't even have that on my radar. Even though at uni, I actually majored and I selected to do digital, um, sorry, multimedia, but with a major of video. So I did major at the... Right. Um, College of Arts, so that was a film school. Yeah, so I did major in it, but only because I loved video. Yeah. And I'd always, like, shoot little things, but that was just, like, personal stuff that I liked doing. Yeah, just for fun. It was, yeah. yeah. I never thought, oh, I can make a career out of this, because you look at video and you think, oh, big production company. It's like, well, yeah. that's not for me. I can't do that. Yeah. So. How did you get into videoing then? <clears throat> um, 
As in for like business side? Just actual pick well, out all, the camera and well, start. Well, all to we offered, like, well, when I started, um, you know, I was working out of a bedroom and at home with Kate, you know, so we had a spare room and I had that set up and that was my office and we we're just renting. So it was all just web. It was all just web, 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 web. But Kate, Kate was a really good graphic designer and she still is. She's amazing. Um, and I only really thought to myself, well, you know, I think in the first 12 months I made like 80 grand. Oh, and, wow. And just Whoa. like drumming up web work. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. It was, I was really proud. And I thought, fuck, I just bought in like both of our incomes. And I've got time to take the kids to the park. I've got, well, you know, Liam and, and Hamish. But, um, you know, I had a life. Yeah. And still being able to make awesome money. I was like, well, this is Probably great. just a lot happier too. I was. It yeah. was so good. Like I, I felt great. Um, wasn't stressed. You know, it's just it felt really good. I was like, why wouldn't anyone want to do this? Yeah. Um, so I, I do get it. Like it's stressful when you think about oh, just jumping in, and you hear the story of people when they just like oh, I don't, I don't want to jump in. I've got to get all my ducks in a row first. It's like, dude, put yourself in deep water. Yeah. You know, just get in and do it. I feel like COVID did that a lot with people. It definitely did that with me because mm. I lost both my jobs and I was just like, yeah, holy scary. heck, spent like a good couple of weeks on TikTok and then just mm. started <laughs> diving more into like of course you did. everything else, like getting serious, more serious about it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then just was like, oh, I'm not going to go back. Contingency plan. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's sure. important. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I really feel for like the entertainment and like hospitality industries, how much money they lost. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we, we work pretty closely with, with music and – that was really, really sad to watch them because they just like, well, what do we do? Yeah. You know, like we can't do anything. We can't go anywhere. So it's like, you know, from that perspective, it's really sad. But then a lot of them did pivot to think, hang on, we kind of need a, a backup plan. Yeah. If this doesn't go to plan, like what's going to happen next? And I think that's kind of a good thing because it's put that that in the back of everyone's mind now where they can't just get comfortable. They're like, they've got a kind of plan for things like that. Yeah. Because I, I don't think this is going to be the last time that that's going to happen. No, not at all. No. So how did you start Umbrella Creative? Just that. Yeah, right. Yeah, just I dove straight into it. Yeah, it was just done. So, so you gave up the web work or? No, no, because um, that was web. Oh, okay. It was all web and graphic. It was called Umbrella Creative. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And, and to be honest, we had so many different names. Like we were doing stuff on our own. Oh, this is funny. Before I actually started Umbrella when we were working for companies, I was doing web and graphic design work and it was just stuff on the, on the side, you know. Um. But you couldn't tell the employers that you were doing that because you're taking work away from them. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, man, you're not paying me enough. <laughs> and there's nothing in my contract that says I can't. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we were doing things called, um, we, what do we call this? Pixel Punisher. It was <laughs> so good. Wow. That was our, yeah, it was, it was awesome. We thought, this is great. It sounds like it's a aggressive. computer porn site or something. <laughs> <laughs> Pixel Punisher. So it was. <laughs> Only fans. We bring your Jeez. dreams to life. <laughs> But yeah, that was yeah. It was, I could have I could have had that as the original OnlyFans. I just that. <laughs> See, I could be a millionaire by now. Yeah, you would. Mm. Damn. But no, it was good. Um, Pixel Punisher, and then it kind of. I said to Kate when we were, when we were coming up with names, like we can't call this up Pixel Punisher. Just it's, it's a joke. Like I just don't feel like that has like credibility about I'm it. I'm doing a business search after <laughs> this. <laughs> if someone's <laughs> taken it. It's, yeah, I'm sure someone has. You probably don't want to see what's on there. Maybe look back on Wayback Machine. You'll see some of the old stuff. Yeah. That's hilarious. Wow. We did this website for this IPL lady, which is like hair removal, I think, with like laser hair stuff. Yeah, right. Um, or like microdermabrasion. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was like our first first client. She was interesting. <laughs> Uh, I won't mention it. Eccentric. He was, yeah. And Kate yeah. did the branding for it. Um, so, yeah, that was cool because, you know, we were kind of working together. But then starting Umbrella, she was really busy with um, with Liam and Hamish. So it was really just me just working. And that was fine. I had no problem with that. That was what I set out to do anyway. Um, and then fast forward to kind of, you know, we had um, Ruby um, and then we were in a different house. But they were at a stage then we were like, Someone's phone. Oh my god, that's my phone! Wow, <laughs> wow, that's, that's a busy a, guy, man. <laughs> that's a slab. <laughs> that's a slab. Um, so Ruby was born, and we're kind of like, well, we want to get a house, you know, because we're just renting, and you know, we're making good money. We're sort of ramped a little bit more from that initial sort of eighty k that I was making a year, um, just a couple of years on, and so Caitlin 
started to help out more in terms of like doing some branding and, you know, sort of bringing in a bit more graphic design clients at that point. So we weren't just like web and which was great. And, you know, so we pushed on with that and then we went to try and get a house and we were like, oh, you know, we've had a business for a couple of years now. Are they going to give us a loan? Yeah. Because it's that old chestnut. If you work for yourself, banks don't like you. Yeah. You know, particularly if you're like a sole trader and you're you know, pretty small. Mm. Um, but, yeah, they kind of did. They just gave us money. I was like, <laughs> okay. I'll take so we it. just kind of, we just went straight to a building. Like this is the house we want to build. Let's hurry up and get this done before the <laughs> bank changes their mind. How long ago was that? Um, we we've been in the house now for like nine years, I think. So, is it twenty twelve? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, so it was a couple of years on. Yeah, wow. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, and we, you know, they said yes, and they gave us a loan, and we built a house, and it was all done. We're like, jeez, oh, okay, <laughs> this is happening. Um, but it was less money on a mortgage than it was for rent. So this is awesome. Yeah. You know, so it's a no-brainer. Um, moved in and did that. And then, yeah, from that point then, um, Caitlin was probably a lot more involved in the business then and we're doing more work um, around branding, which was great. Um, still doing web. Still liking web personally. Like, I liked it. But then if we fast forward, I hate web so much <laughs> and I don't do it. Ever again. <laughs> I have one client left on web. Wow. Yeah, that's that one. And it, it's a big site and there's a lot that's involved in it. Um, and I'm just going to be really glad to say goodbye to that. And and he knows that. He knows that we don't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, he's just, he's awesome. He's such a good guy. Um, and this project has taken quite a while purely because of some changes. And then they really got affected because they're in hospitality. So, like, COVID just really affected their business too. So, everything got kind of put on hold. Um, but... When did we introduce video? Uh, that was like, I got, I had a client, it was on web and it was called Goal Zero and his business was called AMK. Um, and Adrian's like, he's a really good mate and he's a great guy, but he wasn't a mate. He just came to me and said, Hey, we've had all these websites built with that other big agency and they're shit and we want you to do something. So I gave him, I used to do these things. It was like, it was just a concept or a landing page to say, Hey, this is what I can take your design to. Yeah. And I sent it to him and he was like, Oh, fuck, this is awesome. And it was, I was really big on Photoshop and like, I guess, making things feel interactive. And yeah, I just gave it to him. He's like, great. I've got like five other businesses. Oh, wow. That's, That's so awesome. good. Yeah. And I was like, that was just like five sites straight up. And it was like, this is great. Um, and then from there, it's like, hey, I'm doing this Canon weekend and it's all about um, like Goal Zero and powering and, and then these underwater masks and we're doing this thing and it's over at Morton Island. Can you come over and film? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, man, no worries. Awesome. Another throw in the deep end. But I did. I don't even think I was doing video. I think I did some photo stuff for him. But yeah, wow. Because okay. I, I was shooting like pictures. I, I kind of still stuck with that, and I do fine art photography. So I think he saw a bit of that as well. And that's where you whipped out your Nikon. <laughs> <laughs> Five D Mark Three, man, straight in. <laughs> was that your first camera? My first camera was a Minolta. Oh, a film camera. I don't even know what that is. Technically, a Sony. Because uh, Sony, Sony, Sony bought them out, so <laughs> technically a Sony. You think everything's Sony? You think my R6 is a Sony? Sony. Yes, yeah, Sony owns a chip in that R6. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Sony. They probably do. It doesn't surprise me, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah but I, I, I jumped in and I said, yeah, man, no worries. And then I, I said, okay, I need a cinema camera. She's like, well, what? <laughs> that sounds expensive. I'm, yeah, it is. <laughs> She's like, well, can't just the, you know, the SLR work? No. No, when, no, I need the big fancy yeah, I one. Need, I need to look legit. <laughs> I cannot rock up with a fucking... No idea a, how to use it. A, it's just not going to work. What's it called? No, no, all the gear, no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all the gear, no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was. I was like, it's like, somebody, I think someone asked me there, can you take Why did you look at me when that? you said that? <laughs> you, come on. What are you trying to say? I'm just looking at you all your gear. Wow. <laughs> well, these work. I thought they were just like... <laughs> I thought, I thought that was just like those plastic ones that you see in the shops. It's a yeah. 3D painting. <laughs> it's like 3D. <laughs> so what was the camera? The camera I bought? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, C300 Mark II. Oh, wow. I nearly bought the C200 because that was right. just released, but I couldn't get it in time before we went over to this Morton job. And um, because the thing was run by Canon... Um, my client, Adrian through AMK, he said, this is the guy that's running it. Give this guy a call because he was like the rep up here. And it turns out I knew him when I worked at Harvey Norman. He was like the rep that came in to bring cameras in because I worked in the camera department there too. 
one of my retail jobs. <laughs> um, so anyway, I rang him and I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I, I know you. I met you. I went through all that. And he really looked after me. He was awesome. So then they put me onto Sun Studios and I spoke with uh, Neil down there. And they're great. Like in terms of customer su- service, and I didn't realize Sun Studios was just like Canon's retail division. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Did you, have you heard of Sun Studios? No. It's just like a retail front. Where's this? In, in Sydney. Sydney. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this. they've got a studio there, a sound studio. It's a big deal, but it's like Canon's like retail division oh. from, from what I understand. They sell cameras? Yes. Canon? Everything. Never heard of them. <laughs> Poor guy. Under yeah. a rock idea. Yeah. You're under that Sony rock again. <laughs> this episode's sponsored by Sony. <laughs> <laughs> Not Canon. <laughs> mm. That's a that's a big jump, though. But I can be found at umbrella.creative. Yeah. <laughs> Please, Canon. <laughs> that's a big jump to go to a cinema camera. Yeah, it was. It was like 18 grand for the camera. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. But the quality is like next level. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, I'm that person that I look at not only what it can what it can do or, you know, it's not like a factor of, oh, I'm rocking up with a cinema camera, look at me go. It's like, <laughs> no, I want this. If I'm going to do it, it's got to look good. Yeah. And... You know, like, come on, the footage of a Canon does look pretty yeah, good. Like, absolutely. It <laughs> yeah. and, and it this, is a workhorse too. It is, and it had raw out, and I was like, that's awesome. But it was only 30, uh, 30p out max at raw. So it killed me. Like, I was like, yeah. if I want anything over, you know, 30 frames, I've got to go up to, oh, sorry, go down to for 2K. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, okay, it's, I guess, you know, I, I took a hit with that. Um, but then when the Sony came out, it was like, that was like 180 frames or something. I was like, Ooh, it was pretty good. Like, uh, 120. Was four, it? Oh, 4K 120. One, but 180 yeah. in. 240 in 1080. Yeah, so that's awesome. 240. That's so good. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whereas I can only get 180 out of mine in, in 2K max, no, my new Canon. Um. But yeah, what 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 did we go from there? I I just kept shooting on this thing. I had it for like two years. I hated it. I hated the camera so much. Oh wow! Hated it. Yeah. Why? 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 It was it? just shit. The qual the, the yeah. quality was good. Grading was hard. I always shot on C log two because it's, yep. it's it just was easier and it's less finicky. Um, but I just I, it got to a point where I was like, this camera just does not feel good. And then looking at more and more reviews, they weren't bringing out any firmware updates for it. It's kind of like they mm. just left that thing of being. Here's a cinema camera that does raw out. It's awesome. Yep, we'll see you in a couple of years and we'll bring something else out. That's yeah. standard for Canon, right? It's what it felt like. And I, <laughs> I was, and that this is true, man. And I, I felt really disappointed. I was like, I've spent like 17 grand on this thing. Like, yep. come on, what the hell? Mm. And the firmware updates were just nothing. It's like, oh, we fixed a menu bug. Yep, we'll see ya. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah, it was. It was really, really shit considering for the amount. And, um, I, I was at a point, so my finance thing had run out. It had finished on the Canon, so I, sorry, on the um, 300, so I owned it. I thought, right, what am I going to do? I wanted a Komodo, couldn't get one. I had to wait like three months, but I couldn't. I just wanted to get rid of it. It was at that point. And I was like, oh, I'll go to Sony. Can't get one. Oh. What do I do? I was like, oh, I guess I'm going for another 300 again. <laughs> Damn, 300 Mark three, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I went into that with kind of mixed feelings, thinking, is it going to be the same? But the reviews were, like, like totally awesome. So, okay. And everyone was like, this is not Mark II. This, the Mark III is, like, it's what they should have done originally. It was like the C200 that came out was perfect. It was such a great camera, and it had all of those options. It had internal raw light. Um, you know, it offered that higher frame rate in 4K. It's like, why is a nine, $10,000 camera offering that? But my seventeen thousand dollar one isn't. Yeah. You know why did you guys not do a firmware or something on that to fix those issues? Yeah. Um. So, and you know, like high frame rates, it's, it's not a deal breaker not having that, but it sure is damn nice to offer that. Yeah, for sure. You know, it definitely, and not helps. have to scale down. Yeah. What do you do? You shoot high frame rate stuff? Uh, not really. Mainly just. Yeah. See, because I was doing so much YouTube stuff, so it was sort of just like I just change majority of the time but mm. i didn't really look too much into it to be honest mm. yeah yeah it just it, it felt i felt like i was like it was the whole fomo thing coming into it yeah hey, how do you feel now that uh canon have brought out that c70 because it's the same sensor right yeah but there's, there's quite a lot of things that are different process different yeah, I'm as well sure. i've got 12 bit under 48 
And, right. um, yeah, that doesn't. So that's awesome. You know, if I'm shooting standard 25, 24, whatever, um, or even 48, so I can still get slow-mo, but I'm just going 12-bit, which is good. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah. Different ergonomics as well. Into, oh, yeah, totally different. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I've used Andrew's camera, uh, Andrew Murphy, and, like, it does. It just feels different. Like, it doesn't, I don't know. What does he have? What does Andrew have? C70. Oh, yeah. And the R6 as well. Mm. Yeah. She's got the R6. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I got to be confused Except with that. See, it doesn't feel like the 5D at all. Yeah. Because it is a different camera. Yeah, okay. And I had a, I, I did originally have like a 6D. It was like my B cam, which wasn't, do you remember those? Yeah, I, I think so. Them. Yeah. It was still full frame, I think, but it was like a really cheap version. Hmm. Um, But yeah, I, I I had been shooting video on the 5D plenty of times. I was like, but it's just, it's just shit. It's yeah. not good. It was only 1080. Um, But then when I bought the, eventually when it all went to shit and I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to go to Sony because I was really keen on that. It wasn't out yet. Oh, I could just wait a little bit. Um, but then I got to sell my lenses, and then I looked at the whole Metabones arrangement to see. Oh, I mean, I'm like, I'm going to be able to do that and still use my Canon lenses. Yeah, I'm sell everything. Um, and then I just had the choice. Like, this is not going to work. Like, fuck it. I'll just go back. I'll go and just get the Mark III. Uh, it was awesome. When it came, it was just like, okay, this is this is heaps different. The first one was ugly as shit. It looked, <laughs> this is a weird looking camera. Um, but this one was more boxy. It was more like in a in a smaller form factor, so you could really strip it down in the Mark III and yep. just get that brain and then run it on a gimbal, and it was awesome. Um, yeah, so it was good. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. So what would you say is the biggest turning point of your career when it comes to video side? Doing it. Yeah. Doing video, just straight up. Like, yeah. you know, the, the day that I decided to completely phase out um, – web was stressful because i'm like well i've got like half of our business you know life is doing web what am, am i making a really good choice here but i don't i couldn't do it was it's, see, it's all about stress for me and if, if yeah. something's stressing me out it's not enjoyable like you know we're here on this earth for one time it's that, yeah. that usual feeling of like why would you churn and burn yourself to the ground if you don't love what you're doing it does it takes a turn on your mental health too totally does like yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. And, you know, doing business alone takes mm. a turn on your mental yeah, health. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then adding that part of I don't actually like my business, it turns out it's just it's terrible. Yeah. It's not good for you. So, um, yeah, I think the turning point was when I decided to do video yeah. and switching off web years after that. Like that's only been in the last few years I've switched web off. Right. It still says it on their website, but I have to because if I don't, Say it on there. My ranking's just going to go and just drop on Google. But I'm I'm on page one now for um, video production company Brisbane video production Brisbane, and that's organically. So yeah, so it's that's it's great. taken time over the last few years just to get us to that point and just keep putting content on there. Um, but then in the background, building our like our new website to try and you know bring that up because if if you fall down and you're just relying on Google Ads to get you there, mm. one you're kind of splitting your audience in my opinion. People know that that they're ads. So they will either not click on them or they will. And if they're in a rush, they generally will. But if they want to just sort of see what's out there, they'll go for the organic side of, you know, where you're ranking. Um, but, yeah, I guess the turning point with me was when I'm making enough money now to completely swap web and I'm making more money than I was on web. So it's like, right, turn it off. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel confident. Uh, in terms of video, what would you say would be your greatest achievement? In mm. Yeah. It's- it's a fun one. That's a hard one. <laughs> I don't know as far as achievement though, man. Like that's, <laughs> that's like a. What? what a, I'm, I'm always chasing that. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. what kind good of stuff though. do you it's do? It's creative, man. Nothing's good enough. You what? know that. Like what? everything you yeah. do is like, nah, it's not good enough. Next. Yeah. 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 Let's do that again. Let's do something different because yeah. even though it's good, and the client's like, this is awesome. It's like, nah, shit. Yeah. I, yeah. I think yeah. I said that. So as she would well. have been yeah. staring at it for the last twelve yeah. hours. Yeah. Totally. What do you do? What does your company do? Um, what do you do? You know, I don't have a niche, man, oh. and that's a problem. Yeah, and that's something that we're working on at the moment to try. Is and... it a problem though? Well, it is from a business perspective. Yes, I think you kind of really need to drill down and have a niche. Like, what are you good at, and that's what you sell for. So you're purely known for that. And we have kind of spread ourselves over so many different like genres of topic, whether they be, um, you know, like corporate overview videos. 
we love doing them because I love, this is so cliche, but I love listening to businesses' stories and how they got started. Yeah. Because I, I was there. Like, I had those those tingles when I was like, fuck it, I've made enough money to survive, mm. you know, and I'm doing this for my family and I'm providing for my family. Like, it's old school caveman's, cavewoman yeah. stuff, you know, it's awesome. Um, so that feeling of being able to do that is cool. But is that what I want to do? Do I want to keep recording people's stories, you know? Is that is that going to get boring after a while? I don't know. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. so it's just trying to drill down and find out what I really love is is tricky, but it's also rewarding at the same time because I'm like I'm hearing all these different things, I'm doing all these different things, I'm staying interested in everything because I'm doing different things. Yeah. So I'm doing a bit of that, and someone comes along and says, "Hey, we've got this trucking business that we've been around for like thirty years, and we want to want you to tell our story because we like what you do." I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I really want to hear how you guys got to having like five hundred employees. That's amazing. Yeah. Um. You know, and there's, you know, we've we've got this business, we want to do this. And then I've got a product coming to me and saying, hey, this is a product that we want. Can you do a commercial for it? I was like, I guess that's my first commercial. I've never done one. Yes, we can do that. Can you show us some work? Um, yeah. <laughs> Let me shoot your product first. <laughs> and I'm like, Caitlin, buy a product. We need to shoot something. <laughs> you know, but it was. It's like, it's kind of like it's back okay. to that uni days. It's like, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, you just sort of say yes to everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, here's what I created, and, she's like, mm. and then they're like, yeah, we'd love to work with you. And here's the, you know, here's the money. Win. Yes. Yes. <laughs> first one down. Yeah, but that was good. Like the first time we got a product video was awesome because from there now that stemmed onto new work that people were saying, oh, I saw that commercial that you did for that, and we really love what you did. Um, yeah. So this is our product. And it's like new stuff starts happening. Yeah. You know. And then something that I've worked from both um, you and Andrew, actually, by creating videos around things that you want to do. Yeah. And obviously you've got to pay for the video yourself and, you know, put it through, but like creating, um, what are they called? Like spec ads. Spec ads. ads yeah. yeah. Um, because then it just flexes on your creativity. So we've sort of started doing a bit of that. And then if a client says, oh, do you have some work that can explain this? We're like, no, I don't. But I can do a test shoot on a very small portion of what you're after and to show you that we're capable of obviously achieving what you want. Yeah. Mainly it's just they want to see the quality as well, hey? Yeah, totally. So it's not just shaky cam footage sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> or filmed on a GoPro. Which, which there's an unnerving amount of, of that around. Yeah. Always. It's like, oh, I can do yeah. it on my iPhone. I, just, just, I still don't get that. Neither do I. I, I, don't, I just don't rate the iPhones. No. Like, no. It's not the same. Everyone's like, Do you want me to take, can I take a photo of my phone? Absolutely not. Let me get my camera. <laughs> so you've you've obviously been doing video for what, maybe? Well, this is my second camera. So it, it'll be like, I'm coming on to like five years now. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Um, and when I say doing video, I mean like adding it as a service. Yeah. 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 Um, so what would be the biggest uh, advice that you would give to someone who wants to start video? What's the type of video? What's the type of business? Video. Oh, because well, you I guess have a passion for it. I guess a lot of people now just think they don't want to start a business. They just want to pick up a camera and start shooting, and they don't really think about the business side. So that's kind of a whole yeah. other topic on its own, I guess. It is. But if if you want to start shooting video, just pick up a camera and start shooting it. If you've got, um, like, if it's a passion and you want to do it as a passion, just do it as a passion. Like, yeah, it's kind of a, it's a weird one because. I shy, shy away from doing things that look like I'm not interested in. And I've got mm. to that point where I have to be like that because otherwise it just won't be good for anyone because yeah. it'll just be pushed aside, pushed aside. It's like, I don't want to do it. Um, but if you want to do it and you want to film, whether it's for a hobby or something because you get enjoyment out of it, just pick up the camera and start shooting things. But, you know, you can be a, a person that's just doing home videos. If that's what you want to do, like you're just doing stuff yeah. with your kids or of like, you know, oh, yeah, I've got a family, you know, family event on and I'll film, you know, that. Just offer it, you know, look, if that's what you want to do. Just offer it and do it for free. But if you want to make money out of it, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Because you've got to have a plan. And if you don't have a plan, then it's just you're still going to be doing it as a hobby and you're never going to be taken seriously. Yeah, for sure. But so, yeah, this, it's a really, I, I don't know, that's a little bit of a hard one for me to answer because I, I don't know. I always look at everything of am I going to enjoy it yep. because if I don't, I'm not going to do it and can I make money out of it if I enjoy it because I want to do things that I enjoy and then, then that money will come secondary. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough one because it's one I get asked a lot. It's like, what, like what? How do yeah. I start? Yeah, yeah. 
I just don't get that. And it's just like what I said is literally pick up a camera, shoot, make mistakes, rinse and repeat. Yeah. That's that's all you can do. I think. I feel like if if you're passionate about it, it would come natural. 100%. It's like going to the gym. Like if you're passionate about fitness, you'll just go to the gym. Like it's not a chore. Mm. Like it's a passion. So it's a no-brainer. If it's a chore, don't do it. Yeah. If you don't like it, don't do it. What's the point? If you're only doing it because you like someone's videos, you think, oh, I want to do that. That looks awesome. It looks fun. It's like, yeah, I want to yeah. skydive, but I'm scared shit about being in a plane <laughs> that high. Like, it looks so much fun. Like, does it? No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> does it look fun? No. Have you skydived? Yeah, I have. Uh, have you not? Yeah. No. Really? Oh, come on. <laughs> to be honest, like, I got it as a present, so I felt like obliged. Like, oh, I had to do it. I was one. like, and then I did it. I thought I was going to pass out in midair, but I didn't. It was the best thing I've ever done. Because people do pass out. I've seen that. Yeah. I thought that was going to be me. Did you get footage of, like, yes. your face going? Yeah, pretty That's much. That's so awesome. Yeah. It, was, it was literally That's the when you want that down. 180 frames. Bungee jumping? <laughs> <laughs> Bungee jump? Would never do it. Ooh. Nah. I don't know. Yes, I, I, I hear that's pretty bad like, on you. I've had this, like, reoccurring dream that if I do it, all they're going to pull up is my legs. That's it. What do you mean? <laughs> like, oh, like yeah. dismemberment. Gone. Yeah, exactly. Top half missing. See you later. <laughs> like the rope just janked, like, just oh. pulled me apart. <laughs> Drawn and shrunk. Yeah. Straight out of the trauma. spine. Damn. That is trauma. <laughs> All right. Um, so if someone's already in videography, do you have any advice uh, if they're like in a creative rut? like in? Oh, yeah. I can go on this one. Yeah. Totally. Hit us up. Um, but back to your other one in terms of like if you want to do something, you just do it. Like it's just plain and simple. Just do it. Just it, Nike. Just totally just do it. Like. <laughs> I, I was just Nike it. Just, just Nike do it. it. Yes, I love that. Yes, it's branded sponsored by Nike. My my <laughs> thing is is always like if I want to do something, I'm thinking too hard on it. My thing is just like three, two, one, fuck it, and then just do it. Yeah, that's my. Don't think about I feel it. Like that's my mantra in life. That's awesome. Yeah, totally should live by that. Yeah. Yeah. So three, two, one, fuck it. Mm. Just do it. Yeah. What if I want to rob a bank? <laughs> three, two, one, fuck it. Fuck it. Dude, it's your choice. It's yeah. your life. We already know what the outcome's going to be. <laughs> Hear that? Blues. <laughs> Open up. <laughs> don't do that, man. No, I won't yeah. do. We all love it too much. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. I don't, I'm not good with you. You're doing well. You're I'm fine. I'm not going to go there. Thou shalt not steal. Right. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I couldn't be you in jail, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too pretty to be in jail. Yeah, oh, yeah, too. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh. Back on tangent. But three, two, one, fuck it. I love that. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. That's you- yeah, well my best friend actually was like drilled it into my head because I was so I overthink so much. And then could be an ADHD. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'll be undiagnosed. Yeah. Just saying. Or and yeah, she was just thing, like, you know? What's stopping you? And I was <laughs> like, be nice. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, you got parents in your city, right? I do, yeah. yeah. It's just great, man. Might just be a Melbourne born and bred thing. <laughs> you're, you're born in Melbourne. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What's going yeah. on here? Ah, uh, Frankston. I'm in Greensboro. Yeah, what's don't your what's your is. AFL team? Oh, fuck, oh, I hate football. <laughs> AFL, yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> I hate football. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> It's just a bunch of grown men chasing each other with the ball. It's weird. It's great for me. Why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. You get that ball, boy. Damn. <laughs> Short shorts and all. It's great. Wow. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, going back on yeah. to that question, creative ruts. Yeah, boy, Let's you're go. sweaty. <laughs> you passed that ball, boy. <laughs> and the replay in slow-mo, my fave. <laughs> oh, look at the ball just slipping out of his hands right there. <laughs> <laughs> not my jam. I can't do it. <laughs> Just like All right, creative rods. But a bunch, a bunch of grown men chasing a puck around an ice field. I can watch that. That's awesome. Yeah. Slapping that thing around the ice. Slap it. Awesome. Just slap it. Yes, oh, creative ruts. How do you get out of creative ruts? Creative ruts. Um, so I, I have done and I do like fine art photography and that was my, my passion. I never in you know, imagine making money out of it, and I never have. <laughs> but I'll do an edit, and it goes for, like, 10 hours. And there was this dude that sort of inspired me. His name was Alex Stoddard, and there's another one. I can't remember his name, but he just disappeared. And his his photo work, he was from Portland, Oregon, and his photo work was awesome. And his missus is from Australia, and he met her over here on one of these photo training um, courses, right? And she went to and they got married, so forth, whatever. Um but he, he, I think he struggled with a lot of mental health as well from what I could see on some of his videos. And I followed him on socials and then he just disappeared. And it was the worst for me personally because, like, I looked at that dude's work and his, like, 
his like want to create with everything. It was like if ever I was feeling like in a rut, I'd watch his videos, I'd watch yep. his blogs, as his vlogs, sorry. Um, and it was great because I, I like I really connected with this guy and he wasn't just like, you know, he wasn't like up himself or anything. Like he was just a normal dude that loved creating and it just it shone through on everything he did. But then he disappeared. I was like, well, fuck. Like that was kind of my thing. Like I'd go and check him if I was feeling uninspired. Um, but then I found a few others and things like that. But with photos, it's it's very tricky because you kind of have to get to a point where you're like, oh, I can't find my style. You know, like I'm never happy with my work. I've got to figure out how, how do I get, you know, happy about what I'm doing and, and what I'm creating. And, you know, I'd reached out to other photographers and said, you know, like, what, what do you use? Like do you use like a particular style of, you know, filter and things like that to get your images look like that. And they're like, no, I've just developed it over time. So that was kind of the turning point. It was like, right, I kind of need to drill down into what I'm doing and and figure out how to get inspired in my own self and figure that out for myself because I can't look at everyone else's work and use that as my only inspiration to want to do things. So it's like, how do I drill down? And as airy-fairy as this sounds, like, connect within yourself to figure out, like, what it is that I'm trying to do. Like, stop a minute. There's so much noise in the world. Just, like, connect with yourself again and what makes you feel good at the end of it. So uh, that's when I kind of really drilled down to doing some, like, fine art portraiture. And these, it was like some of these photos are pretty weird. But they were really inspiring to myself. And I started thinking, shit, like, I'm really feeling creative when I'm doing this stuff. So it was it was good from a personal level and, you know, I wasn't making money off it. If anything, I think I was paying models to, like, pose for things. So it's, like, in deficit. But it was making me feel, like, creative inside. But then business took over again. So it was like, oh, how can I make money off this? Oh, photography's pushed aside. I'm back, you know, doing business. Yeah. So... But whenever I'm feeling like that, I still, I always need to connect with me and like figure out what is it that I love and what makes me get that rush of like pins and needles. I don't know if I, if you guys ever get that, like that moment when you're watching something or you're listening to something yeah. or something that you created and you're like, you're just so into it. And then you just get that, that little rush of tingles yeah, and you feel like, yeah, I've done, this is what I wanted and this is, this is right. And I, I kind of live by this is it's weird sounding, but I, I live by that rush, that feeling of like that big dopamine release, and when you're feeling super pumped and like you look at something, and you're so proud, and you're like you feel almost on the verge of I'm a little bit emotional because this is so damn good. I love what I'm doing, um, but you know, but when you get like work involved with that, it's like oh, I'm doing this for the client. Yeah, you, you've kind of you got to have that happy medium where I'm doing what they want but I'm still doing what I want and still trying to find out how to be creative uh, in the middle of that because you've got to bring that to the table. You've got to bring how to be creative because that's what they're hiring you for. And it's going to set you apart from everyone else. Yeah. Like if everybody was the same creative mind, everything would be the same. Totally. Yeah, and a lot of people get stuck in the, I guess, the seriousness of everything, like really detail-driven instead of, hey, hang on a minute, like sit back and just look at this from, a, I guess, a human perspective. Don't yep. just focus on everything. You know, like there's so many um, like cinematographers and, you know, directors and everything. And technically, if you look at their work, it's probably like it's not right if you look at it technically. But like, you know, like the whole Dutch angle thing and the way that they film, like that's not right. There's not a level horizon. But it's so interesting and it makes me feel weird. So why? And that's like it's a creative decision to make. So getting to that point is flexing. Like, bending yourself to a point of like mm, what works for me what doesn't work for me what do i get enjoyment out of you know and just finding that medium yeah wow love that yeah that's amazing yeah. five hours later <laughs> finally got to the point but you know what? <laughs> no, just kidding that was, no, yeah. got, you, that's that feeling man like, yeah. inspirational yeah you've you've got to you've you've got to drill down inside yourself and yep. and it's like you're not just doing it for someone else like you've got to find where where is that point where you feel good about what you're doing? And if you're not feeling that, like you need to start meditating, figure yeah. out what it is you want. It's, it's the creative freedom that you yeah. have to just be able to create anything and just let your mind go. Yeah, like it's a big out of the box sort yeah, of totally. experience. And, and what do you do for your little creative freedom? Mine was similar. Like I would go to 
like look at Sam Calder's stuff. Yeah. Love his stuff. There's one video, Hey Tim, on YouTube. Mm. Have you watched oh, it? Oh, about his no. brother. Oh, it's, it's so inspiring. Yeah, right. like, his brother, it's about his brother dying. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. He, um, yeah, I'd watch that. Like, and I'm sure a million of those views are from me. It starts off like a, an animation he's an amazing Isn't storyteller it? too yeah awesome. i and, have to yeah, watch it yeah i have to show you it's just so i watch that as like any inspiration but because i want to do travel that's where like all my inspiration so if i'm out traveling anywhere mm. or just outdoors i just feel free to do whatever and then that's awesome yeah i think getting stuck into so much client work i start to feel drained so when you say travel do you mean like just you traveling like that's a personal thing yeah just like myself like it's i quiet time. yeah i shoot a lot for myself like Great. i just I'm such like so good. spur of the moment, wake up, decide I'm going to go Bundaberg, want to go snorkeling at the Great Barrier Reef, so I'm just going to go. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, so I just go and then, yeah, that's where I sort of like feel most creative. Hmm. But, that's so good. Yeah. And you, you need that. And I think people forget that. They, they pick up the camera. If you're working in the industry, you yeah. pick up the camera for everyone else and you stop doing yep. your own thing. Yeah. And I still notice now I've done that. Like I, I haven't done fine art portraiture for I think on my old Luke Jeffrey photography, it was like I think it was like two years since I've done something, probably longer, because I just got to a point where I was like, oh, this is for everyone else, not feeling it. Yeah. Mm. That's tough. So it is, it is important. Yeah. Wow. Well, we've been mm. going on for about an hour and one minute. That's that's <laughs> some solid time, man. That's good. Wow. Oh, dude, I got more. You got a story. Yeah, <laughs> You're I know. Like, wait. Yeah, I was like the same as well. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was like half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I did this, did this, did this, did this, and then I'm done. And <laughs> Pick up a camera, shoot, done. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's not even about that, hey. It's like you just, you've got to find what you love. And if you want to do photography or you want to do videography, like why? you just got to ask yourself why. Yeah. yeah. You know, like what makes you feel good? Like there's so many things that it doesn't have anything to have to have anything to do with that. It's just like why do you want to do it? Yeah. yeah. You know, same with music. Like I write music, but it's like why do I want to do it? Because like, it makes me feel good. Well, you got Daft Punk on your carbs, don't you? Yeah. Oh, I noticed that on the shoot. I was going to ask you about it. I forgot. That's yeah, my dancing. <laughs> do you like Daft Punk? Um, I don't mind them. <laughs> so good. You know what did it for me? It was like Tron. They did the whole it? score of Tron. Right. Do you yeah, know okay. that? No. Yeah, that's, oh, okay. they're in in the the neutron. The neutron. Yeah, they're in there. They're the guys that are the DJs behind the booth in that real white room. So <laughs> of that's course, because they got the helmets and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, of course, that's, that's them. So Makes they sense. wrote the whole score for Tron. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 But um, I, that's not the music. I, I like. I wrote write instrumental post rock. So it's it's music for movies. Right. And I got yeah. signed to a record label um, a year ago. Wow. Out of Hawaii. And he just works on sync. My God. That's yeah. cool. So do you play an instrument or? Yeah. Mm. Of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Guitar? Guitar, keys, um, and whatever other noises I can make. I guess <laughs> the triangle. I do vocals. I only just found out I can do vocals as well, which thanks to um, my producer I work with, like he made me sound not shit. So, <laughs> Auto-tune? Minimal. <laughs> very minimal, apparently. I don't know if he was just making me feel good about that. But. <laughs> Yeah, I found my voice. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's someone else. <laughs> yeah. There is one track that's got someone else. <laughs> but I never I never deny that. I never said that. That's me. Um, have you got anything else to add? Like that's we've pretty much covered everything. Well, mm. on on a, you know, compressed level. Yeah. Obviously it's hard to compress your whole life well, into like, I, an hour. Yeah, it is. Like if I mean I'm I'm that poster child of not knowing what I want to do. And it took me ages to figure that out. I think it was like probably 26, 27 until I figured it out. And then even then, you know, like in my 30s, it was figuring out, well, I want to do video because I've always loved it. But, yeah, wow, I can make money out of that now? Cool. Yeah. So doing something that you love because you want to stick to it is the most important thing. Going to a nine-to-five job and just working for them, it has its place, you know, but you still have to have your happiness. See, my parents were very into that old mentality. Like, yeah. you go to a nine five, come home, yeah. bring home the money. If you don't like your job, too fucking bad. Still mm. have to do it. Yeah. But then they look at me now. They're like, because when I quit my job, they're like, you're not coming back home. I was like, I don't intend to. Yeah. But um, yeah, and right. it was just like they're so mind blowing with what everything I'm doing now. Yeah, it's so awesome. Yeah, they're like, what well, a company flew you over Bali? Why? I was like, just to shoot content. Yep. They're like, yeah, right. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> How's oh. Cole's treating you? <laughs> one, um, one, one final question. We've actually been talking about this quite a lot. And what do you what do you call yourself? What do you mean? 
what's your what's your label? Do you call yourself a cinematographer, filmmaker, content creator, content creator? Because there are mm, content creators out there mm, that uh, use their hate the word influencer right. now Influ- and yeah. now call themselves content creator because of Instagram. Everyone mm. creates content. Mm. See, I don't, and I I don't create content. I should. I occasionally do when I get reminded by Andrew to do a reel. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to grow my Instagram account, but it's like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Creative. Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm technically now because I'm on a, a label, I'm a musician. And then I'm also <laughs> like, I don't want to say videographer because that just sounds lame. I'm a cinematographer. <laughs> Call myself video. <laughs> no, you gotta up that game. Well, you're yeah. a cinematographer. <laughs> you know? That's where you're at now. Oh. It is true. You do. It's kind of like it's, it's like a. It sounds like I don't know. Like I, I used to say videography. Yeah. But then I was like, well, no, I'm I'm shooting on a cinema camera. I'm a cinematographer now. <laughs> But I'm not. I'm not shooting cinema. I have got a mirrorless. Does that count? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but, you, you know, I'm not shooting cinema, so technically no one's a cinematographer unless they're on shooting a, mo- a movie, in my opinion. Yeah. We're all videographers. Yeah. But it sounds so much cooler. You should call yourself that. <laughs> I so might start doing you that. You should do that. But I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just – I'm a creative, passionate guy. Yep. Yeah. But I can't put that on my Instagram <laughs> That's handle. That's a good label. <laughs> creative, passionate guy. That's <laughs> done. <laughs> I don't know. And don't what's know. it? The pixie? What's it called? What was that? The pixie? Pixie Punisher? Yeah, that's it. Pixel. 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 Not pixie Punisher? <laughs> yeah, God, that does sound like a poor wow. name. <laughs> pixie Punisher? That is a poor uh, name. That's oh terrible. Oh, God. You're going to trademark that tonight, aren't you? It's the next pixie set. <laughs> that's Shit. incredible. <laughs> Glad that didn't catch up. All right, man. Uh, we might wrap it up. but uh, thanks, thanks for, for coming, coming on. In. Yeah. Thank you for having me. That was uh, in, insightful. Give yourself a plug-in. Where can we find you? Yeah. Which part? There's like so many. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Where? Uh, uh, umbrella Creative. It's just umbrella.creative on Instagram. Don't have a YouTube account. Thinking about doing that. Yes. Don't Three, know. two, one, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. I have Let's been. Go. <laughs> I've been thinking about that. And my music is Monter, M-O-N-T-E-A-R. Monter Music. Great. Love it. All right. Yeah. Thanks, All right. Legends. No dramas. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for listening. Peace. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you in the next one. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Let's go.